Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. For many people, the start of the year offers us the chance to reset and refocus on new goals. But a full year in front of you can also be daunting if you don't give yourself solid breaks during that time. That's according to Andrew May, a leadership and transformational specialist and founder of Strive Stronger. He's also a mental skills coach to top sports people. These days, he works closely with the NRL's Manly Sea Eagles and Super Rugby's New South Wales Waratahs. Just like elite athletes, business owners need to give themselves, their minds and their bodies, a rest during the year to avoid burnout. Business owners, too, confront stress from all angles, be it work-related, global or economic pressures, or something more personal. There's always a crisis of sorts. Chris Ashmore begins by asking Andrew, how can a leader handle the inevitable crisis? Is it really a crisis or is it just something that's nibbling away at you? And if it is a big crisis, which could be personal relationship, it could be health, it could be finances with your business, it could be a total disruption in your market, go into that calm. You're going to make a much better informed decision when you downregulate. So downregulate in science terms is two components. One is drop the heart rate. So your body's in more parasympathetic nervous system. Second one is detach psychologically because when you're burning on a problem 24-7, it magnifies. So just try and detach a little bit psychologically, drop the intensity, drop the heart rate, and then you're going to make a better decision. And I think you'll have more clarity whether it's a crisis or just a little bit of a niggle. Now, we're at the start of the year. It's January. It's time for probably head down, bum up, so to speak. What do you suggest business owners can do to get a good start? Try and get back into work a couple of days early. I'll always get in two or three days early. And I started this when I was at KPMG previously, much bigger business than a small business. But I'd put in my diary that I was away and I'd get in two or three days early. I'd then have time to get ready for what's coming, the meetings, updating some of my marketing materials, doing the plan for the year. You know, am I updating the business plan, the strategy? As a sports coach and trainer, Andrew, how do athletes prepare for the season? We break the athletic season down into three components. And this is where there's some real learnings for small business. And I'll I'll tell you athletics first, and then we'll look at what can you do in a small business. First is the off-season. So at time of recording this, I work with the Manly Seagulls in NRL, and I work with the New South Wales Waratahs in Super Rugby. We're both in the off-season or the pre-season. So that's where you're training the bodies, the brains, and getting ready for what's coming up. Now, there's three things we say you can train in athletic performance. One is your craft, that's your sport. Two is your body, that's strength and conditioning. And the third one is your mind or mental skills. So my evolution is I was an athlete, I then worked as a strength and conditioning coach, I now work in the mental skills space. So I'm working with Manly Seagulls coach, Anthony Seabold, and also working with Darren Coleman behind the scenes, coach of the New South Wales Waratahs, on one of the mindset skills that our players need to perform under pressure. 
And what we say now, Chris, in the off-season is a perfect time to look at those skills around handling pressure, skills around your self-awareness, skills around connectivity, because connectivity and belonging is a skill. Confidence, pre-performance routines, calm under pressure. And we want to train those skills in a non-pressurized environment. And I'll, I'll explain that a bit more, because how does this relate to small business owners? Absolutely everything. Because to handle running a small business, you need to know how to manage pressure. But if you're always racing from one crisis or one appointment to the next, and you're not taking time out and practicing these skills, you can't use them when you need them. So we're in that pre-season now. Then very soon, we'll shift into transition where we're narrowing the focus and the training becomes much more about games. So we kick off the NRL season in Las Vegas. So the Sea Eagles are going to play the Rabbitohs. So then we'll be looking at, okay, the narrowness of three or four weeks we're kicking off. So that's that mid-range. Pre-season games happen then as well. And the third part is in-season. Now, NRL is brutal. There's 24 games in a 27-week window. Uh, For people listening around Australia, AFL as well, I think they have 22 games in a 24-week window. That's a lot. So you try all the different skills, try all the different techniques in the off-season. Because once you start competing, you're under the pump. Here's the, the challenge most small businesses have. They'll be saying, hey, champ, you got no idea about running a small business. I'm in season all the time, and I work 50 hours a week. Whereas at sport, at the moment, our boys are training for 25, 30 hours a week to play an 80-minute game of footy. So there's a lot more training and a lot less competing. Small business is the opposite but at least spend a few hours each week training to get these skills to help you manage pressure. And if you're in a small business and you're always on the tools or what Michael Gerber says, you're in the business, not on the business, it's Groundhog Day. I guarantee you'll be listening to Chris Ashmore this time next year and you'll be going, I'm kind of feeling like I've done this before. It becomes Groundhog Day. So absolutely, some of the learnings from sport, spend some time training, get those skills in a non-pressurized environment so you can upgrade, you can adapt as the market changes, as you change, as life changes. How do you suggest business owners take a break during the year? I've been teaching for years, CEOs of big banks, consulting firms, some of the startup entrepreneurs I work with who are worth zeros and zeros, through to mums and dads who are at banks or small businesses or coffee shops I work with. And this is based on two things, quarterly reporting cycles and based on having kids. I've got four of them, it's called school terms, and I run a small business. I go hard for 10 weeks and literally my team knows when it's week one, term four, you know, week three, term one, and then school holidays, which is two weeks, unless you pay a lot more money and send your kids to private school and you have more holidays. Go figure. It's like a Seinfeld ad. But you go hard for 10 weeks and then have one or two weeks to downregulate. You spend time with your kids so your kids don't think you're an a-hole you know, because we convince ourselves I'm working for the kids. Well, show me your diary. I never spend time with them. And the other thing is I need to have time to get away from clients and I need to downregulate myself and then go again in semester two and then have holidays and then go term three and downregulate and then term four. So I hand on my heart have been doing this for years where I'll go hard for 10 or 11 weeks, downregulate for one or two, and I can sustain performance throughout the year. I've tried a few times to shake it up and push it. It doesn't work. So we know in a system, an operating rhythm, we need periods of intensity and then to drop down. So there's this pulse or rhythm through everything I teach. Small business owners, absolutely do yourself a favor. Set your year up for this. I'm too busy. You don't understand. It's cash flow. I know all those challenges. Even if you just take a three or four day weekend, just have some time to get away. It does wonders for you. 
If business owners wanted to change one thing about the way they go about their day for better performance, what would you suggest? Do a daily warm-up. A daily warm-up is... What am I doing today? What are the meetings I've got? And what does success look like? So it's an attentional focus every single day. It doesn't matter what business you're in, whether you're a hairdresser, whether you've got a lawn mowing service, whether you've got a boutique consulting group. Just at the start of the day or the night before, if you're getting up really early, what's my diary like? And then preempt, when I have those key performance moments or key meetings, what does success look like? And I guarantee, Chris, I've just done this with multiple people. And when I don't practice it myself, I stuff it up. But when you do this, you're all ready for the big meeting. So you get there and you're not like Celia Picola now on Channel 10's, thank God you're here. You've had that, you know, you're doing back-to-back podcasts or interviews and you're number three. Hey, Chris Ashmore, thank God you're here. And you're like, so that warm-up helps you be prepared or ready for the day ahead. And, and, and I've done it for a, a long time. It works. Two weeks ago, I didn't do it one day and I just found I was chasing my tail all day. So that's the number one tip I can give people. Just do a bit of a warm-up and go through your mind what the day is going to look like. That was Andrew May, founder of Strive Stronger. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.